All right, AOA Podcast, we are back for another episode. The most handsome man in podcasting is here, Frankie C. What up, big dog? What's happening? We're talking about Madeline McCain. Uh, your wife had quite the episode. She did, yeah. She filled in for us. That was a great uh, great show. She did, a, she did a great job. I think it's Madeline McCann, and I... Did you spell it right? I don't know. Who cares? Don't correct me. Uh, Joe Rogan in hot water again this time with our Jewish care. brethren and sister. And we'll talk um, about that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hot water, Prince Andrew always in hot water. Is he on his way out? We'll get into out that. how. Uh, tease, my friend. Um, the billionaire suicide. It's very, very sad news. Uh, also equally as sad, DJ Donnie Trump's down in Mar-a-Lago. He's lining it up on the ones and twos. I can't. Alec Baldwin's lost his mind. Joe Exotic might be losing his battle with uh, cancer. Uh, Rihanna's FCC complaints. I was at a podcast conference today. I'll share some stories of that. And uh, Jay Samps, I think, checking in from Minnesota. Interesting. I hope she better be at the biggest bowl of twine. We'll see. You're like That's the, the place to go. You're the prototypical uncle. Like you sell these things like they're the greatest thing ever. You know, no, but if you're going to Minnesota, gotta get to that ball of twine. I'm hearing you gotta get to that ball of twine. You gotta visit the ball of twine. Frank, we have a Madeline McCann expert, and it's not you. It's your lovely wife. Uh, why That's she's sure. with you, I have no idea. But I'm happy she's with us right now. What up, Aaron? Hi guys, how you doing? You uh, did a wonderful job on Wednesday. No, thank you. That was a, uh, by the way, I think you have a true crime podcast future ahead of you. <laughs> Ooh, she just had this wonderful, like, sitting there, like, relaxed, like, let me tell you about the missing Madeline McCann story. It was very lovely. I could listen to it over and over again. Look at Thank that. You. Yeah, I thought you did a great job. Thank you so much for, for chiming in and, and bringing us this story, which is quite lovely. So if anybody missed it, you can you can catch up with that. But uh, Aaron, give me the give me the thirty second recap of that episode so everybody can be caught up and we can give them the latest news on young Madeline's missing uh, case here. The thirty second recap is that in two thousand seven, um, her family went to Portugal with some other families as a group vacation, seven adults, eight children, um, and one night while her parents were at a restaurant across the way. Um, where they could keep an eye on the apartment where they were, but uh, not, I don't know how to explain it, but there was no babysitter. Let's just say that. Um, Madeline, uh, Mad the, the mother returned, came outside, said they took her, they took her, they took Madeline, and her body has never been found. The child has never been found. No one ever really knew what happened to her. There's been lots of speculation. But there has been no concrete um, resolution to this mystery. And recently, a do you want me to go into that too? Yeah, yeah. The the young lady from Poland or Port, Port, where was she from? Yes, she's from Poland. Her name is Julia. I think Wendell. She is twenty one years old. Madeline McCann would have been nineteen right now. She says that she her mother has no pictures of her when she was pregnant. Um, she said that she cannot find her birth certificate or any medical records before kindergarten. Her kindergarten teacher said that she joined in the middle of the year. She said that she could speak English. She was speaking English, not um, Polish. And that there was one uh, a, a disputed account that she said that she wanted to go back to the big white building, which matches the architecture of 
the apartment building in Portugal. And finally, she also has uh, an eye defect that Madeline McCann had, which is very rare. And also she has a dimple in her face that is in the exact same place that Madeline McCann had it. So even though there is an age difference, who's to say she's not 19? Some people say she doesn't look anything like her. I don't know. I mean, I think she does enough to enough to make it worth pursuing, of course. Still no results on the DNA test that I can find. But uh, the McCanns were reticent, to use a maybe accurate word. They weren't really excited about getting a DNA test for this woman. She was ignored by both Scotland Yard and Polish policemen. So she went to the internet and started this account that said, I am Madeline McCann, I think on Instagram, maybe Twitter, but I think Instagram. And as a result, got some attention. And now there will be a DNA test I've heard, but I still haven't heard anything about, I still haven't found any update. Sorry about that. I'll have an update for you right here. Breaking news. Paul says, I must reveal something. I am Madeline McCann. So this is very Uh exciting. Very Spartacus of you, Paul. Yes, yes. I'm happy you've come forward, Paul. This is this is thrilling. We're going to get you in touch with the Polish police, and we're going to get down to the bottom. Actually, Erin is going to administer a DNA test to you. So, um, hang on the line. Yeah. Paul, the twenty-three and me. The twenty-three and me packets on its way. Yeah, how's, how's that dimple, Paul? <laughs> yeah, we have to see the eye defect and the dimple. Um, so a couple of things here that I want to react to, especially the episode that Aaron did. Um, I have my thoughts on this and let's face it, I'm probably correct. And I'll share that with you in a second. But let me <laughs> tell you the one thing that aggravated the shit out of me was that, and I don't know why this bothered me so much, but that the parents went to a tapas restaurant seemed to really get on my nerves. There's something about tapas that is it's just the type of restaurant and arrogant yeah if they just went to like a taco joint or an italian place okay fine you're not getting dinner but there's something about tapas that's like i don't know it just takes a long time it's a slow evening if you ask me it's not something that you do when you See, i thought the opposite i thought it's, it's like it's there's, there's no well there are i guess you could have courses but you could just get a bunch of plates and be done I don't. I feel like tapas is an all night. They're like, oh, let's get some plates, and then you have some drinks, and you're like, let's get some more plates. Oh, this was really good. Let's get another order of that. I feel like tapas is a long night. Yeah, it could be. Not like, a, let's get a pizza, and then we'll run back across the street to our kids that we've abandoned. Well, either way, th- th- it was all. It was messed up. No matter what restaurant they went to. That's true. Yeah, that's very very true. Um. I say the eye thing is very interesting. The dimple thing is very interesting. Um, okay, oh, here's the other thing. This is an Aaron critique. Did you really check with Frank's brother on whether or not you could talk about the fact that he looks so shitty today and not as adorable as he looked as a young child? Of course I checked. That's horrible. You just blow that guy out of the water. You don't have See, to check with him ever. But I did gross. not know who he was in the pictures. That's true. He does look completely different when he was a kid. He looks like shit today. He looks terrible. He should be ashamed of himself and his appearance. But that's a oh, beside the point. Either way, that's, that's not what I said for those of you who missed my episode. Well, it was what you were getting at, though, I think. <laughs> not. I said he looks different. He danced around it. Uh, <laughs> um, so here's the update. The Polish police have come out and they've issued a statement to the Gazeta, which is a Polish um, publication. And they are saying that they are ruling out Faustina's version of events. And that they are not true, according to a translation of the outlet's report. Who's Faustina? Okay. That's weird. Her last name is Faust. I thought that was her middle name. They have it as 
Julia Faustino Wendell. So maybe she dropped the Wendell. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. It, Julia Faustino, who goes by Julia, was Wendlet Wendley Wendell. What, Wendell. Yeah, Wendell. Yeah. So so she's she can't even get her names down right. But yes, it's, <laughs> it's both the same person. Um, which is not surprising to hear because, right, Aaron, you said that she went to the police first, got nowhere, and then took to the internet. Yeah, and um, it was strange. I, I, I'm not normally, I don't know how to explain it. Frank, how would you say it? Like, I'm not skeptical, but I'm not, I, and I'm not gullible, but I was hoping it was her. It probably wasn't her, but it was just so interesting yeah. considering there were absolutely no leads. There was everything went, nobody knew what happened to this. Yeah. Well, what I found interesting was, I'm sorry, Frank, was the, there was a couple of things. You said she washed the, the kid's toy, which probably yeah. had a fair amount of evidence on it. The mother yeah. did. Yeah, twice. Twice. And that they asked her like a bunch of questions, like almost 50 questions, and she only answered one of them, right? That's what's strange is that also I remembered it. I was wrong, but I corrected it. Before. There were a couple of things I got wrong. Your viewers corrected me on them. But one of them that I caught in time was that I thought it was 33 out of 35. It was 48 out of 49 she refused to answer. And the 49th one that she answered was, do you know that by refusing to answer these questions, you may be putting your daughter in jeopardy? And she said yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm. That was the only one she answered. Yeah, that's what's a... weird to me is that the police let her keep if she, if it's evidence the doll. I mean, I get yeah, she it might be a, you know a mom that's in distress or whatever, but if taking that doll to you know if the police take that doll and that helps find the kid, why wouldn't they take the doll? I'm, I'm with just you. Take they it? treated them with incredible kid gloves. They had a ferocious lawyer coupled with tourism, coupled with what they considered power. It, it was crazy the way that they treated the McCanns. They, they, as I said, they were allowed to come in after days. They were allowed to stay together when anybody else would have been separated. They were, you know, it was it was incredible the things that they let them get away with. You would have thought that they were heads of state. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of strange elements to this now. Now they she said the this Julie Julia is going to go for a DNA test. When is that happening? I mean, how they long didn't really say. Do? Yeah, there's nowhere that's saying when or what. But also the mother, her mother, Julia's quote unquote mother, refusing to take the test. So much sketch. To. Ah. So she it's like have to. it's it's. If Julia wants to, it's all about Julia. If she takes the test and it matches the mother of Madeline McCann, then that's that. Right. But also, if 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 it matches her mother, that's also that you know. Okay, that's yeah, that's definitely way, your mom. I don't understand what takes so long. How long? If you wanted to do some kind of DNA test, uh, 
like a Maury test to prove oh, you're not the father or whatever the, the case is. How long does that take? A day? 24 hours? I don't I don't know. And especially in a criminal case. If it's just a person wanting a DNA test, I could see that maybe taking a little time because it's not priority. But if this has to do with a, a, a criminal case, some kind of you know, missing person, you'd think that would be like a, a priority. Hey, let's get this test done and, and over with. Yeah, but but here's and and that mom not wanting to take the test leads me to think that this kid's not hers, but probably not Madeline McCann. Despite yeah, despite all the similarities, the eye thing, the dimple. That's a big thing. The eye thing. That's a weird, uh, not weird, but like a a unique, very unique eye defect. Uh, You don't see in a lot in a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I think she does look... I don't think you guys are wrong. Uh, Aaron was very like, I think she looks like it. My husband, I think she looks like it. I don't think he had a tiptoe around that. Um, I think she looks like her. But I don't know. I have a sneaking suspicion that this girl, because she doesn't remember a lot of things, is probably... I mean, who knows who the hell she is? She was probably found or adopted. Like you said, her mother doesn't have... There's no pictures of them pregnant. Like, who doesn't have a picture, a pregnancy picture? Right. It's like All this is, thing is just sorry, just just because the, the I don't know if anybody I don't know how many of the people in your community overlap with the true crime community. And I'm not saying that I'm an avid member of the true crime community, but I listen to a lot. Frank will back me up. I used to do it like once a week. Again, that woman Stephanie Harlow that I shouted out, she's the one I get most of my stuff from. And what I'm trying to say is that when you listen to so many unsolved mysteries, um you kind of get a little please let this one be solved. Like, that's why I guess I was kind of like that is because I've been listening to this case for a very long time. And wouldn't it be nice to get one where there was a resolution and the resolution wasn't death. I'm sorry. So many of these end up, we found the body, we found the bones, we found, you know, somebody confessed and this is not that. So it was sort of me being like, ah, pinning my hopes to this. Yeah. Can we show pictures of the of the? We you we can put a picture in the in the uh, in the live chat for everybody to take a look of uh, of what she looks like. She put a whole like she's built an entire Instagram following around this idea that she's her, which I found pretty interesting too because it's not like every day uh, in the live chat. I just put out a comment, so if you want to see a picture of Julia, you can. It's not like every day like these things really catch fire. I mean, this has really caught some fire. To, to come to such prominence that she can get some attention on this, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, after how many years? That, from what, 2007, I think, was yeah. this happened, right? Which I wonder, is it a lot like what Aaron just said, is a lot of people like Aaron who's hoping that it's her, yeah. is it more hope than anything else? Or is there is it really just she could really possibly be it? I mean, the DNA test is going to tell everything. Right. Once the DNA, I don't know why, again, I don't know why that's taken forever. Just, I feel like once she says yes to it, agrees to it, why wouldn't they just do it right? You know, uh, how long does it take? A couple hours, a few hours to to run a DNA test? I have no idea. Well, I think the the issue becomes is the uh, McCann family, right? Who I think initially agreed um, I don't know if they've backed out of that. Last I heard that they agreed to, to do the DNA test as well. 
so they can match up. But I think that's it. It's not just the test. It's the test and then seeing if they match up together. I would imagine that the investigators have the McCann's DNA on file already from when the case started. But it can't, you know, wouldn't it just be a matter of, hey, this is an open investigation. This is part of the evidence. I have a person here who's given us, who's consented to give us her DNA. Why can't we just match it up with the evidence and see, you know, why even it's part of the investigation. You're not doing anything extra with the McCann DNA that you would need. You know, I feel like you're just matching it up. It's already there. I feel like it. they already probably have it. I would imagine. It's so weird about this other, this other thing. I'm sorry that I'm kind of going broader into true crime, but it's so strange how every time something happens in things like this, Frank knows about this. It's like when someone goes missing so many times after someone goes missing in the wilderness, there's a snowstorm. So many times when someone goes missing at a gas station, something happened to the camera, like that had nothing to do with the perpetrator. And like so many times, like it just feels like, of course, this woman has an eye defect. Of course, she's about the same age. Of course, she looks alike. Of course, the mom doesn't want to take a DNA test. Like, it's just strange this, this, that this is just one of the many cases where, why is it so strange? I don't know. Just wanted to say yeah. that, like, this is nothing new for people that it's like, it, 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 that the mom doesn't want to take it. The, the, the McCann's, you know, don't, don't, yeah. don't believe her. It just, you know, but she has the eye defect. It's never like somebody, I don't you know, know, if it was cut and dry. Yeah, you, you probably never... wouldn't hear about it because it, it would either get solved or, you know, I feel like if there's a cut and dry camera on the situation or there's people, there's a, you know, an eyewitness that knows everything, then it, it gets, it's probably way more smoother to, right. to do and it, and it doesn't right. drag out. Yeah, I, DJ Shenagan hit it here too, Aaron, and it's so true. That eye defect is an extreme rarity. Like, it's so rare to find two people with that eye defect that... Yeah are blonde and you know or you know the she went missing the young girl this young this young lady doesn't have a path you know there's a lot there's too many things for it to not be like a we need to take a little time to look into this kind of a situation yeah i mean if she looked yeah and if she looked nothing like the kid she didn't have the id she was just some random person that was like 50 years old they wouldn't bother but this is pretty close um to 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 the description by the way, congratulations to DJ Shenanigan on being uh, becoming a granddad, baby boy. Hey, congratulations, congratulations, DJ. Yeah, came four weeks early, 19-hour labor. Jeez. I believe, That's... I'm not sure, Frank, but I believe this is our first podcast baby, is DJ oh, Shenanigan's grandson. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep, podcast um, baby. Name the boy Jay after Jay Sabs. So that's a really nice thing. See, I would name the kid Gahed. <laughs> Gahed shenanigan. Gahed shenanigan. That's good. All right. Um, Aaron, you're now our true crime expert. Are you going to stay on top of this? I'll stay on top of it and anything else you need. Uh, any other, you know, true crime. Uh, thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. And thanks to all your. Uh, people who were very kind, both in correcting me and and the praise, and any and even those one or two who didn't really like what I said. Thank you for it, everybody. <laughs> Fuck those people. Yeah, really. Don't, don't pay no, attention to those people. You did a great job. Thanks, guys. Have a good show. Yes, Thanks, thank you, Aaron. Stay on top of this. Not your husband. All right, there we go. Aaron, see everybody. How she sleeps with you is honestly be. It's the biggest. I can't. I don't know how she does it. 
I really don't. Blindfold involved. She she has to blindfold herself to be for that to happen. All right, Joe Rogan uh, still to come. Let's tackle Prince Andrew. Um, I think things are going to get a lot worse for Prince Andrew. The story kind of leaked yesterday that King Charles wants Prince Andrew out of Windsor Castle. That's where he's been staying and living and laying low. And now the word is he wants him out. And supposedly Prince Andrew said, I'm not leaving. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I feel like it's what the king says kind of goes, no? Yeah, it's kind of that. And in fact, like... um, like I, I don't know the royal family's doing all that well financially because there's been a lot of discussion, you know, back with Meghan and Harry and everything about saving money financially. I mean, they, there's like a hundred of them on the pay. Like there's an insane amount of people that are on the payroll that are getting paid just for being part of the royal family and are doing next to nothing. You know, I mean, there's just yeah. there's so many people on the payroll and it's it's them. So it's like the Prince Andrew, it's the royal family member and then they have like staff of like 17 people to make sure that they're, you know, getting their nose wiped, you know? So yeah, there's no, I know maybe they sell one of those jewels. I don't know. Don't they have like a room full of jewels and properties and all this stuff? I think so. Head I mean, on down to the pawn shop, see how much you can get for that. Thing. Yeah. And I don't know how much the queen was giving Prince Andrew, but we know now that his annual allowance is 300 grand. So he's getting 300,000 a year. Just to, just to exist. Just to exist. And King Charles is reportedly slashing it. Like, he's already said, like, that's going down. Which, honestly, he should be getting a big fat zero because he's a fucking yeah. pederast. And I don't think the people of the UK want their hard-earned tax dollars going to prop up a fucking pedophile. Like, he right. should be getting no money. Like, it's one thing exactly. to just live there. That's, that's too much, if you ask me. But right. living there and giving him 300K on top of that is fucking ludicrous yeah and he has the balls to be like i'm not going anywhere i'm not doing what you say kind of thing yeah that's what he said they're saying he's talking so crazy frank that he's talking about bringing a lawsuit against charles which would be like bring it you know that, he, i feel like if you if you're charles you'd be like yeah let's all let's all go to court together and see how you come out <laughs> right <laughs> do you really want to be sworn in and have to give a fucking testimony here yeah let's let's dance it's a good point. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be a catastrophic thing for the royal family if a pedophile accused brother sued the King of England. I mean, that's the height of insanity. But they're yeah. they're saying that Andrew is like, first of all, they always said that Andrew hated Charles. There was always that jealousy right. there that Charles was going to be the guy and he was he was nothing. Um, but now they're saying like he's buckling in because the only other thing that he actually has to his name is this like ski chalet and mm-hmm. supposedly he's trying to sell that because he can't support it. Like even at, even if he went to go live there on 300K, couldn't make it work. Right. So ski chalet. Yeah, this is yeah, a I'm guy. I'm sure they're all hard up for money. We're going to do have a ski chalet you're, chalet. you're probably doing fine. Yeah, I know, but those things are expensive. Like, you know, you can't. Uh, so you you got to pay taxes. Now you now you're back to you're back to in the red or in the in the black. I mean, it's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we're gonna tell you the story Does about this pay, billionaire. Do they do they pay taxes? You know, that's Does a the great royal question. family pay taxes. I don't. I doubt it because it goes right to them anyway. Or maybe they do. I have no idea. I don't the know. President I don't has know. to pay taxes. 
The president does have to pay taxes, yeah. But I don't well, know. Well, not all the presidents. But we're going to do a story about a billionaire who just offed himself right here in, in oh, the city. Great. A which positive. is. What the yeah. Hell which is creepy and scary. It's one of all um, these downer topics. But that's where I want. I that's that's kind of how this Prince Andrew thing should go. He's not fucking helping anybody. They say he just stays on property, rides the horses, and watches TVs, and then like he still like visits with his kids and stuff. But I don't know who the fuck. Like I mean, I wouldn't want that guy around my kids. You know, no, I don't think that's a good. Of course not. You know, I'm around anybody. Yeah. Anyway, kids. Uh, Joe Rogan, before we get to this uh, controversy with Joe Rogan and the Jewish people, uh, become a member of our podcast. You can support right now for as low as $2.99 a month. Link to join is down in the description below. Also, we've got a link at anthonyonair.com. Trying to minimize the ads, go more with this little uh, subscription-based model. So if you become a member for $2.99, you're supporting the podcast. You're keeping it as free as possible, getting some behind-the-scenes stuff. Some fun stuff that we can put together. We just did a little thing, Frank and I, from like last week. That's up there. We've got some more stuff coming too. Um, we randomly do some giveaways. We, we kind of just kind of keep sprucing it up a little bit every yeah. now and then. We bring members on the show sometimes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is always a good time, which we have to do that again uh, really, yeah. really soon. The last time we did well, we it was... We got the... Uh, what is it? Uh, I always messed up the four four twenty. Got the 420 show coming up. That's right. That's coming up soon. That would be the next time. Day. Yeah, you get a little, get a little high as a kite with us on the 420 show. It'd be a nice time. That. Uh, join right now. Like I said, it's as low as $2.99. Uh, cheaper than a cup of coffee. So right. link in the description below. We got a so. super chat from Miss Lauren One. Thank you for that. Don't forget, Charles was friends with Jimmy Seville. Mm. Charles friends with Jimmy. a lot of big piles of shit. I don't know who Jimmy Seville is. Yeah, he was with Princess Diana. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, Princess Diana hated him, made her skin crawl. He was crazy. They were all friends with a lot of creep. We can't go into all of it. The yeah, fucking French guy who just got killed or killed know. himself, whatever. The whole fucking lot of them. We don't have time to get into it. We have Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell videos. There's hundreds of them. Yeah. Go on our YouTube page. Take a look at the playlist. They're all there uh, if you want to catch up on all that stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Two things in hot water, and a lot of people are speculating that uh, his Spotify deal is up this year. Um, Spotify hasn't commented on much of what he's been doing, other than to say it's not up this year. Um, but a lot of people There's seem to think, comment. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people seem to think that he's not going to stick around with Spotify again. I will say this. When he went to Spotify, his numbers went down, right? He he suffered a little bit because everybody, and I'm saying that because friends of his that would go on the show, when his show is everywhere, they would see a huge pop 
in, you know, people following them on social media, in their ticket sales, on the comedian's ticket sales, all this stuff. When he went to Spotify, they saw a decline in that. That has erased. Like, he is back up again. And I don't know if it's the Alex Jones shows. Like, he just had so many, all the COVID stuff. There was so many controversial episodes that just kept propelling him back into the news that everything he had lost has risen back up again. Like, he's back up to those colossal numbers that he was at when he was available everywhere. That being said, on one of his latest episodes, um, he said, and I quote, the idea that Jewish people don't like money is ridiculous. That's like saying Italians aren't into pizza. It's fucking stupid, end quote. This apparently (sighs) upset a bunch of people one being Jonathan Greenblatt, the director of the Anti-Defamation League. There's always some director of some anti-discrimination, defamation that sees an opportunity like this and can propel themselves into the news and garner well, more attention for their own organization, which... Well, that's the point, right? I will say, yeah, I will say you need these things, but sometimes, and I'm going to say in this particular case... It's not that bad of a comment, and you're doing it more for personal gain for your organization than anything else. What do you think? But it, it I think it's, uh, it's not a well thought out comment. It's, you know, he's, he's just perpetuating the stereotype the, the, about Jewish people. And, and to make a broad, all encompassing statement like that, it's, you know, you got to think you can't generalize like that it, all jewish people are blah 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 or all italians blah 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 you know whatever it is to generalize puts everybody into one you know everybody's different not everybody likes this or that or you know is a certain way so you can't to generalize and say all jewish people are this way well that's that's Almost See, the definition. I think the definition of racism. I disagree with you. I actually agree with your saying, but I disagree with with you using that in this particular case because if you said all Jewish people are cheap, that's not a good. That's a generalization, negative stereotype. But to say that uh, Jewish people, the idea that Jewish people don't like money. First of all, who doesn't like money? I mean, that's not everybody the, yeah, likes he, money. Well, he didn't say that. That's the that's the difference. Yeah, he so but, say, he, but he's everybody acting, likes money. He said Jewish people like you know it's it's pointing out and generalizing. Here's what he said: the idea that Jewish people don't like money is ridiculous. That's like saying Italians aren't into pizza. It's fucking stupid. Like I I think that there are not necessarily negative stereotypes. Like to say all Italians like pizza. Okay, not every Italian likes pizza, but it's just pizza. Like you can you can say like all Italians like pizza like even like all Italians smell like garlic, okay not the greatest thing in the world, but I know enough Italians to know that it's eh, it's not completely false. Yeah, but uh, fine, it's not totally untrue. I get that, but it's like know, if it's I said to every... you, Frank, if I said to you, Jewish people are great at business, that is it's a generalization. It's but it's it not true, a though. it's not a thousand percent true, but I think it's a credit to the type of culture that they've built. They're great that's at the, running yeah. a business. I don't think he that's could, yeah. a bad thing. That, he, that's not what he said though. He's he's um, what's it called? Well, what I think he's, he's piggybacking saying, on the Jewish stereotype of Jewish people. 
being right. obsessed with money. That's, but what that's I think, the stereotype he's, he's jumping off. See, what I read from this is somebody saying, like, you can't say anything about Jewish people in business, and him reacting to it by saying, like, well, if you think that Jewish people don't like making money, that's fucking crazy. And I don't think that that is a bad thing to say. Like, everybody in this, by the way, Jewish people aren't the only people at making great businesses. There are plenty of cultures that are fucking outstanding at business. Yeah, and there are some if, cultures that just don't have get, that innately. I get what you're saying. And look, did he, is it the worst thing in the world that he said? No. But what he said was like, if he would have went out there and said, everybody likes money, everybody likes to make money, Jewish people included, Italian people, everybody, they, everybody likes to make money. It's not, he's, to say it in that way, maybe he didn't mean it that way, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but to say it in that way makes it seem like, of course, Jewish people are obsessed with money. That's, that's how it came off. Maybe he didn't mean it like that. But I, I don't, uh, you know, it, it, it was a generalization that perpetuates a stereotype. See, I think when you look at what is offensive, Marjorie Taylor Greene the other night when she goes, I know plenty of white people that are dumber than black people. To me, that is horrifically offensive. Yeah, she's she's on a, a, a whole other level of of offensive and right terrible. but that's that's not like a stereotype per se or like uh you know there's no bad words in there you know but it is so awful because of the context of the situation like I get the it, but assumption the that look how dumb the black people are but i know i can find a couple of whiteies that are dumber it's like oh my god like yeah well it's it's not as bad as that but it's close because he's He's associating Jewish people with greed. He's he's saying, mm. of course, Jewish people like you're money. doing that, not him. Yeah, well, he's he didn't say those words, but he's saying, of course, Jewish people like money. It's like, but here's he, my question: he, he could have said, of you, course, everybody likes money. If he was you're taking that, it, you're taking it to a negative way. Why not take it to a positive way? Why not look at it like, well, of course, Jewish people are great at business. They they make money. They do really well. Like, why does it have to be? A negative, why can't it be a positive? Because it's because you're leap we're both leaping. You and I are both leaping. It, you're leaping you know, to the negative rock. I'm leaping to the positive rock. Well, whenever whenever anybody says almost anything, you associate it with things. By the you way, know, Will Smith normal... is leaping. Will Smith is leaping towards Chris Rock. So what? I said positive rock, negative rock, and then I said Will Smith is leaping oh, towards the Chris Rock. That's good. Go ahead. Okay, very good. I got you all heat. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's, that's good. No, no, no. What I'm saying is um, there's a, a stereotype out there that happens to be negative about Jewish people, and it's the the greedy stereotype. And okay, but terrible, listen. And it's racist. And this just piggy, piggybacks on it. Did he say Jewish people are greedy? No, he didn't. But he said, of course, Jewish people like money. It's it's a very, I don't know. It, it's just, uh, it's again, it's not, is it the worst thing he said in the world? No. But it's still a stereotype. You're right about that. I think he once said Kathy Griffin was funny. And that, to me, is the worst thing in the world anybody could say. Uh, here's Bird. I'm Irish. I love potatoes. You know, listen, there's a lot of these things that I think yeah. are, are true. Okay, there's That's a green, but not all but not all Irish people love potatoes. You know, it's not a, you know. Yeah, but I, I don't think Italian. there's anything wrong with saying 
that sort of a thing. Potatoes are lovely. Potatoes are lovely. But the, th the thing is, when you generalize your... It might not be a hatred thing. That's the difference. There's a difference between hatred and just stereotypical... R racism doesn't have to be hatred. I, I feel like it doesn't have to be hatred. It's just a stereotyping and generalizing. Well, I think you can you stereotype know? and not be hateful and not be negative. That's, the, that's what I'm saying. Well, I think there are positive stereotype. stereotypes. There are, but it, it, it's... it's this this didn't feel like one. It felt like, of course, Jewish people like he's. It's like because if because it involves Jewish people, it just automatically feels like said, it can't be no, that's, because because it's a popular uh, negative stereotype, and he was like. Well, that's my thing. Why bit. can't it be a positive stereotype? I understand that there is not greed. A lot of, greed is not a positive stereotype. Gordon Gecko would disagree with you, my friend. That's well, Gordon Gecko. I'm just saying. There. I'm just saying. Jail or something. Here's what Jonathan Greenblatt said. This is the director of the Anti-Defamation Anti League. He said, and I quote, it's disturbing that at a time of rising anti-Jewish violence, when growing numbers of Americans believe in anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, Joe would use this immense platform to spew anti-Semitic tropes about Jews and money. For centuries, people have used these longstanding tropes to spread vicious lies about the Jewish people. Again, I think that's a positive thing to be like, look at this culture. They're excellent at business. They have a knack. say they're excellent at business. Did he? What did he say? He said, of course, Jewish people love money. That's, he that's said, a, no, the that's idea that Jewish people don't like money is ridiculous. So he's reacting to a reaction of a stereotype. He's basically saying like, you can't say Jewish people love money or are greedy. So let's pretend like they're not both of those things and he's like to pretend that they're not is fucking ludicrous and that's what i agree with because it's like why can't we acknowledge this particular sect of people are really good at something you know because not all of them are it's not it's a it's a generalization that's i hateful. think the i think the uh the thing he was reacting to was a general what is it again to, to say what the, the thing he was reacting to the I don't have it. I have what he said. The idea that Jewish people don't like money is ridiculous. No, no, no. But you mentioned that the thing he was he was reacting to something. It was a stereotype. And then he I think he's reacting to people. This is what I think. Okay. There's here's the three steps. The first step. Jewish people are greedy and, and all they want is money. And then the reaction to that is you can't say that not all Jewish people. That's a ridiculous stereotype. That's crazy. And then his reaction to that is, well, to say that they don't like money is ridiculous because, of course, people like money. And if you're good at business and good at making money, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But he's again, the negative stereotype that has followed <clears throat> Jewish people for centuries is, mm. is this is this stereotype of greed. And to to go out and say something like, of course, Jewish people like money. It's the equivalent of saying, well, of course, Jewish people are, you know, it sounds like a greedy thing. It's it might not be him saying Jewish people are greedy, but it's it's parallel, it seems. I, I, you, I don't I don't disagree with what you just said. I just don't think I think it's all in how each individual interprets it. And I think that people are interpreting it as a negative when it shouldn't be like, for instance, 
you can make the same argument, take Jewish people out of the equation and substitute Americans. Like a lot of people would say, well, Americans are greedy. I get that. But Americans don't have aren't weren't persecuted for being greedy for that stereotype. Jewish people have been attacked and 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 put down historically because of that stereotype. Was it that like, were you saying Hitler was mad at the Jews because they were they not made just you? that stereotype? I think it's a lot of part of it. Yeah, I think it, it, that's it, 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 it has become, less to do with the Jews and more to do with Hitler than you know Hitler's well, issues. Well, that's that you know that's the shit that they were spreading. They're greedy. They're this. They're, they're underhanded. All this stuff. So to to feed into it even a little bit, to say you know if he would have said, yeah, I know some Jewish people who are great with money, and I know some who aren't. You know, it, you know, who, who are that's OK. But to be like all Jewish people love money. I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say that exactly, but to say, to say something like that's that. what I'm saying. You're paraphrasing your 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 example is not what he said. Like, well, I can't remember it verbatim, but he's saying what he said. Just again, it's the worst thing anybody's ever said. No, but it feeds a negative stereotype is what I'm saying. It's. I mean, I'm sure there are there are ver- there are levels of racism there. He could have said the worst thing in the world, which obviously, you know, he didn't. But he said something that is not great. That's, a, that's what I think. There's a great episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where I think I forget how it starts, but Larry David's eating like a watermelon or something. And J.B. Smooth walks in the room. and He's like, this is delicious. You got to have some. And he's like, no, thanks. And he's like, you don't want watermelon? It's like fantastic. And he's like, no, it's OK. And like later on the episode, he admits that he loves watermelon, but because of the stereotype that all black people love watermelon, he's embarrassed to eat it in front of white people or even go to the store and buy. See, so, and that Larry that's takes a positive. That's not a negative, but right. it's it's seen as a negative because of the connotation. It just it just right, comes but it's, off that way because it's a, a generalization. That's why it's negative. It's a really hysterical exercise in. That has more to do with that that a that a black person would be embarrassed to eat watermelon because they just love watermelon because of the stereotype is part of the problem, right? And where's the problem really? It's not with the black person who likes watermelon. The problem is with the racist people who perpetuate negative stereotypes. And I think the point is is that anything is going to be turned into a negative by that's an intolerant true. person that's not true it and is not true anyth- not anything some things dude eating watermelon is such an innocent thing yeah like... that's why it's not a that's why it's a that's why it's a, a joke on on a, on a comedic show but, but follow me here follow me here. No, watermelon in the summertime is delicious i would say 98 percent of the six billion people on this planet would be like, yeah, give me a watermelon. It's summer, it's hot, it's, yeah, it's totally. delicious, it's good. To be like all black people love watermelon as a stereotype, which obviously is, exists, is bad because racist, shitty people use it as another reason to hate black people. Right, but you wouldn't go out there and... Uh, would you just, add a, you know, we're talking, if you were talking about the African-American community, would you just go out on... And say and say all all black people, you know, you wouldn't say that. You I would say, say I would say all fucking people love watermelon. It's deli- I mean, thank not you. You'd say loves all it, people. But all you people say love all it. people. Delicious. Right. That's my point. 
You would yeah. say all people love watermelon. You wouldn't spe- specify, you wouldn't uh, hone in on the African-American community. You'd say all people. Just like all people love money, you wouldn't hone in on the Jewish community. Same thing. I, I, no, I wouldn't. But here's the other thing. I, I acknowledge and praise the Jewish culture for being particularly great at business. I don't think that that is a bad thing to do. I understand. I don't think it's a negative still... stereotype. Okay, it's like it's like okay. Here's another negative stereotype: all Chinese people are great at math. Okay, but when you look at it, if that is important to their culture, and from generation to generation, parent teaches child that schoolwork and studies are important, it's only a negative thing because some racist fucking asshole would bring it up in an argument if he's arguing with a, a an Asian or a Chinese yeah. person. But let's say an Asian person is going is part of a project or something. And the only reason that someone brought that person on the team is because they were Asian, because they thought that they would be good at math. That's that's racism. good strategy. Oh, sorry. I didn't think you were. you're an ass. You know, it's, it's <laughs> that's that's what leads to people judging people before they know them. All right. But OK, you've all been I'm, I've been in this. I, I you I don't know if you've been through this. But I work. We were working in radio, and all of a sudden, the the fucking the local pizzeria comes on to fucking advertise. That shit wound up on my desk ten times out of ten. They didn't give it to the other production guys. They like give it to the fucking Italian guy. He'll fucking do it. Whenever there was a Sopranos spoof spot, that came to my desk. Nobody else's. I didn't get upset about it. I'm like, all right, I can do that. I can do that character i mean that's not anything to be upset about to say yeah, that that's most different. pizzerias are owned and run by italian people that's part of our culture that's not a negative most. thing so you're 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 there's little words in what you're saying that help my case because you're saying most it, he what rogan was saying was to say, you know, uh, I'm getting, I'm, I hear you. I can't I hear you. Exactly. But you're not supposed to say all of this type of people are this way. Listen, while you you're, while you're that. talking about this, let's get, a, let's get some watermelon for the table. Let's get, dying for nice. some watermelon right now. That would be nice. That's what I'm saying. All I'm saying is we're, we're supposed to not judge people before we know them. Don't judge books by their covers. And when you prejudge a whole group of people, based on a stereotype that's racist answer this question honestly because i know the answer it's me you and four black people that we just met me you and janine four black people that we just met on vacation and by we i mean janine what oh, i'm saying you know, with four black people no i'm saying like she makes friends with people so she makes friends okay. with four black people they're joining us at the table okay. would you frank order watermelon for the table I'd order some nachos for the table. You wouldn't order watermelon, would you? You would think that that you if would. You, the, would, you would think. I don't oh, know. they're gonna think if I'm that's, racist. If, I order if that's <laughs> what the place is known for, when do you order? When do you ever? Are you ever at a restaurant where you order watermelon for the table? When is that ever a thing? I've never been to a restaurant where you could order a dish of watermelon for the table. You know who's got a good little uh, that fucking uh, friendlies? They make like a this watermelon log. It's like an ice cream. I like that thing. That's oh. a good, with the little chocolate chip pits. It's fucking great. This goes back to every time the story I told I've told this story before. I'm working at CBS FM. We have a receptionist, a young lady, she's black, right? 
I come upstairs. I'm literally eating. I got it was fried chicken was a special at the cafeteria. Cafeteria in the CBS building was phenomenal. It was the MTV building. Fucking phenomenal. I'm eating it on the elevator on the way up. It's so fucking good because it smells amazing, right? Mm-hmm. I fucking walk by. She's like, what do you got there? I'm like, fried chicken. I'm like, you would love this. It's amazing. She goes, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's like it never occurred to me. Like, if anybody got me in that moment, I would have said, you would love this. It's delicious. Because she was black. She was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, what did you say? I said, I, I, it's good. I don't know. What do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? I'm like, it's delicious. She what goes, because I'm black? And I'm like, no. Was she messing with you? She, no, she got a little mad at me for it. But nothing really ever came about because, I don't know, it's not like I had a history of that sort of thing with her. I think she was just kind of having a bad day and it was just a, a combination of bad times. It's not the only time I've done something like that in my life, by the way. Yeah, that, is a, that is a foot in the mouth kind of comment. It's a real foot in the mouth kind of a thing. Um, but see, um, it's, it's see, and that she was obviously offended by that. Yeah, and she snapped at me very point. quickly. I felt so bad about it because I didn't. It wasn't my intention. I, you know me. I'm just like, of course, it's fucking great. Like, of course. But that's the thing when you when someone generalizes an entire community based on a stereotype, it is that's. Not good. That's not. What I understand. You're not supposed to do that. I think what I'm saying, and to kind of come out, give a macro look at this, I think I think we should be a bit more proud of some of those things, and and not look at it so. Because here's because what I'm saying is racist, shitty people are going to take us down to the lowest common denominator, no matter what. You know, if your culture is great at business, math, making pizza. Like whatever it is, wear it, wear it like a badge of honor. Like you know, there's not. It's not always a negative thing. It can be a positive thing. It can be a good thing. It'll be used negative against you by a racist, shitty person. But there's no stopping that, you know. And I and I think that perpetuating negative things like okay, oh, all black people are dumb, or they steal like a Marjorie Taylor Green kind of a fucking thing. That's an asshole being an asshole, you know. That's a negative stereotype. You know, these people are all crooks or criminals. That's a negative stereotype. Can't right. turn I, that around. I but get it. But some uh, of the stereotypes uh, out there, I think we could take uh, a little bit more pride in them and not be so ashamed of them. I understand your point. My only thing is sometimes a positive stereotype can be used against someone. Like, let's say the math thing. If there's uh, an Asian person who is not good at math and someone just assumes they are and they they mess up you know and it's like well i thought you would be good at this and it's like well what the yeah fuck, i could see that that could be hurtful it could, be, it could become a, a negative thing so it that's why it it stems from stereotyping stereotyping is is not a good thing um you know it, it it's a generalization you can't say all italian people are this way or all well, okay let's go are let's, that way let's go into that all the italians in the mafia okay not a great that's stereotype. A neg- that's a stereotype. And that's but not good. Again, I will say, when you look at it, really, at the heart of that, you're talking about a group of people that are wonderfully loyal and incredibly Stop loyal. It. Yeah. Law, you know, breaking the law, murder. No, no, I'm not talking about the mafia. I'm talking about oh. Italian people are okay. loyal 
and very family oriented, you know, like that is built into us. Like we're not Generally. all in the mafia, but we we're, are all do or die for our family and friends. Maybe there are, listen, there are Italian people that are orphans. So there are Italian people that don't have any family. Of course, not everything is a hundred family. A hundred percent point. You could say of, yes, most of Italian people, a lot of Italian people, but to say that all Italian people are this way is a stereotype and that's okay that's but is it point. a stereotype or is it hyperbole because if you say all italians you kind of mean not there's no a situation where a hundred percent of any kind of person whether it's race religion sex is is ever on the same page that's yeah well that's um a smart person's thinking but when you know, when you spread when you say something like all and that catches on and people start saying all and that's where stereotypes come from when someone says, well, all people are, th all these people are this way. Well, you know, and it just becomes habit to say all people are this way. All these people are this way. Then it's just going to become part of the normal way of speaking. And people are just going to uh, adapt that or adopt that into their, uh, into the way, you know, the way they talk. You know what I was found interesting about racism? Mm. And this is not so much true anymore, but it was true. I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on your grandparents. You know, when you're a kid, you learn racism. You don't... You, you learn about it. You may somebody from the neighborhood. Maybe you got a shitty family member that says shitty stuff. You don't grow up like knowing those things about particular races or sex or people. Right. But, you know, in my family, my grandparents, God rest their soul. What I found so interesting is it wasn't necessarily the Italians verse fill in the blank Irish, you know, whatever Germans. Right. It was more like in Italy. They fucking were biased to each other, like the north and the south of Italy. Fucking. Oh, sure. That's like and they would be like them, them fucking north. You talk about stereotypes and racism. Like it is all about that kind of stuff. My grandmother never really accepted my father because he was Sicilian. And you say that to an American and they're like, I don't even know anybody. It's a, it's a fucking boot. It's a country and who yeah. gives a shit. But you go into a hardcore Italian family. Like I said, maybe the older generations are grandparents. Maybe like, don't fucking trust them. Sicilians. You can't fucking, you know, that's how they were. Yeah. But again, not all of them. No, all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Where are we going to go next? Damn it. Um, what do you got? Trump, Baldwin, Joe Exotic, the billionaire, Rihanna. What's up with Rihanna? This happens every year. I'm going to go ahead and say all the conservatives are to blame for this one. All um, of them? That's a stereotype. Yeah. Um, Rihanna had 103 FCC complaints put against her for the halftime show. It's saying against you what? She. Uh, there was a big range of them, um, and there was a lot of tweets. Um, let me see. One of them was, this year's halftime show was so indecent, I had to turn it off. I had to turn off the TV because of the pornographic content. What? Um, another one was, I don't care what someone worships, but children shouldn't be exposed to pornography. And as an adult, I don't wish to see it. Where has the decency gone? What the hell? Is she, what? A, I don't yeah. even... I'm, I'm thinking... Of, Everyone was full, fully or overly dressed, and I don't remember anything. I can't even think of what was anything racy or, you know. 
maybe there was one or two like dance moves that were you know crotch grabbing or something but that's that that's just a dance move it's been around forever that move there was a lot of references to the crotch grab which i would argue wasn't so much a grab she kind of just put her hand in front of her crotch i don't think yeah. it was a grab per se no pick Please. that's no, no pick no that's that's ridiculous 103. By the way, this happens every single year, and it's always the religious crazy nut jobs that are out there that are like, this is disgusting. Like, I don't know what they, I don't know what they want. Um, they I don't want, know. You know, they want a, a, just a guy with a guitar sitting up there playing whatever. Maybe they need one of those Jesus records. I, I'm, you know, one of those Jesus, by the way, that Christian rock stuff. We had a friend of ours that almost went into the priesthood. And I get in his car one day, which I fully support. He didn't go through with it, but I, I have no problem with priests. I have no problem with the religious people. I have a little problem with Christian rock. I get in the car and he's listening to like the fucking Christian rock station on XM. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, and, I, and I'm like listening. I'm like, yeah, this song is kind of okay. It kind of feels like a little pop rock. And then it's like, Jesus's blood is washing over me. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what, what are you listening to? And he's like, oh, it's like the Christian rock station. I'm like, do you really like this? And he's like, yeah, it's not too bad. And I'm like, no. And not that it's not bad. I'm like, do you love it? Because like, you can, you could like turn, like there's Credence on the other station. Like there's the Beatles. Like there's really good stuff to listen to. You're sitting there listening to the Jesus rock stuff. Like I know people are into that stuff, Frank. It's just not good. You know, for the most part, it's really like you can write a great song. There's plenty of great songs about God and religion written by great songwriters. I just feel like when musicians sit down and like, I'm going to write this song about Jesus. It doesn't work as well as when you just let a song kind of naturally come about. And there's this whole industry now of people that just want to hear Jesus stuff all the time. And that's why it all exists. And I'm kind of like, this sucks. I'm sorry. This fucking sucks. It's not your, it's not your bag. There are people that love it. You know, there's whole stations devoted to it. This whole, yeah. it's a whole genre. Which here's the thing. I, I always say everybody should do whatever they want, except for vegetarians. And I'm going to also <laughs> say the Christian rock fans too. Robin, he's putty. Did he have a Jesus fish on the back of his cup? <laughs> Stole my Jesus fish. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It is really hilarious. I love those putty. Those putty really hit a groove there. I don't know what season that was, but late, like mid putty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was a yeah, height. Right. There was a <laughs> when he's that's just sitting on the couch thing. staring. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite memes. He's sitting there, and uh, there's a meme of um, I gotta find it now, but it's like. Uh... I'm sorry. Give me one second. Go ahead. And listen, I don't want people thinking I'm like, like, I love a good God song, you know? And if you look at, I hate to be this guy and I get shit for this. You look at Dave Matthews catalog, there's plenty of songs about God and Jesus and everything else. And they're great. I just think, I just think there is a inauthenticity to some of these Christian rock things where they're like, well, we can't make it as real rock stars. So we'll start singing about Jesus and maybe we'll find a niche there. I feel like 98% of the people that are on those Christian rock stations, that's how they wound up getting there. It was like in high school. In our high school, it was like everybody went out and tried for the basketball team. They tried out for the baseball team and the hockey team. And if you turned out to not be a great athlete, you went to the track team. 
It was like, and the track coaches would say that, like, go out for the real sports first. And if you don't make the cuts, you can come here and run for us because it's just fucking running. It's the same thing with Christian Rock. Christian Rock right. is the high school track team. Did you find it's it yet? High school track team. It well, is. it's uh, it's basically, it's David Putty sitting on the couch and staring. And it's, um, and it says, uh, I forget his name, the, the drummer for Queens, for Queens, for Queen. It's like this guy's, uh, this guy for the first three minutes of Bohemian Rhapsody, and he's just sitting there like this, and there's the drum set all around him. He's just sitting there staring. That's really fucking funny. That's I can't find it though, but it's hilarious. That's pretty good. The whole I I'm so weirded out by the religious people. There was a I saw a TikTok the other day. This this preacher was he was literally. He was in this blue jacket and he had like these gold medallions <laughs> and somebody called him Captain Crunch. And I fucking almost pissed myself because he looked like, okay, even... <laughs> look like, look like Captain Crunch's outfit. That's what he looked like. <laughs> and it's one of these things where, you know, they like touch the people and they fall, they blow on the people. I don't get the blowing all of a sudden. Blowing has become such a thing now where they go <laughs> instead of just touching them. And so this girl comes up and she's like, I have, and he's like, what's ailing you? And she walks up and he goes, She's like, I have so many problems, so many problems. And he goes, you're healed. And she fucking falls oh, down. Come on. And everybody starts looking and, and he's looking at them and he kind of acknowledges. He's like, we didn't have time to listen, like to hang around for like, he literally oh says God. that to everybody. <laughs> like, I don't have time to listen to all your fucking problems. Let me I'll blow you on you. I'll give you the drive through healing. Oh, my God. What a scam. What about that guy um, who makes... I forget his name. The 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 televangelist guy, uh, he's like the most famous one now. There's a bunch most of popular them. one. Yeah, there's he's a bunch like of most them. younger guy, one of the most popular ones. He gets he made uh, there was an article that came out or something that came out that said he he makes like forty million dollars a year. Oh, they all make crazy money. That's like that's I can't. How could you preach something like that and and be you know and drive around and those you know. And, I'm sorry, but you can't. That, that's you can't have it both ways. That's just just the way I feel. I did play high school hockey with Frank in high school. Not to say anything bad about track. My cousin was a track star. People make. By the way, there is somebody who actually has my exact name, and it is a world famous Olympic track star. So I don't. That's, that's probably you where have to I, live up to, there, buddy. It's, a, <laughs> it's not good. I've had people go. Are you the the? <laughs> tracks and they look at me like what happened do, to you do i look like the track yeah guy? and i'm like no i was never the track star this because they're like say yes who cares because they look at me like the tracks a bee stings like what and i'm like no that's not, <laughs> not, not me <laughs> <laughs> are you allergic to something what's going on here uh you you look like those before and after pictures that are on the bottom of sketchy websites um just just you know Wheaties aren't as good for you as they said they were. Yeah. That's what you're, that's <laughs> um, anyway, but that's, am I lying? I, that's what our track coaches said in high school. Go out for the real sports if you don't, because everybody made the track team in our high that, school. But they wanted me to be on track. I remember we did a what was called freshman field day. Remember that? Yeah. Where you just pick a thing and, and you try it. And if you like it, you, you know, you could join or whatever the hell it was. So I did the, uh the relay race i forget how what the length of the race was but i had to do a half a lap 
hand the baton, half a lap, blah, blah, blah. So I came in second. I was hauling ass. And the only reason I came in second is because the guy that I was behind, it was a, they did it by weight. Same weight as me, but he was like a foot taller. And he was just every, – every three steps of mine was one step for him. <laughs> so I was fucking chugging away. And I was flying. And I did really well. And they, as soon as I was done, I was huffing and puffing because I, I had asthma at the time. And uh, and they came up to me. Oh, you got to join the track team. You got to join the track team. And I was like, I'm like on the floor. Like I, I can't, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I can't fucking make. I'll die on the on the field. So hockey was a little. Not that it wasn't exhilarating and and energy. You know, you needed energy, but at least you know I'm not running. Well, you were the goalie. You fucking stood there most of the that time. The I mean, yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, it takes some bursts of energy. I mean, you know. Being a goalie was was difficult. You have to be there for the entire game. There's no stopping. Damn it! By the way, they picked a uh, track for Frank on freshman field day. For me, they picked the pie eating contest. Just in case anybody was curious, Who's, who else was going to do it? <laughs> Somebody's got to eat six pies. Right. Um, <laughs> Nobody noticed my head start. I choose not to run. <laughs> Man, oh. Seinfeld is in everything. <clears throat> Yeah, he really is. He really is. All right, so what's next? Rihanna was complaining. Yeah, I thought I was going to say something else here anyway. I don't know. Um, Where do you want to go next? Uh, Let's talk about this billionaire Yeah, What is this about? All right. This guy, don't make fun of me, but I swear I've seen this guy. Um, I'm probably going to make fun of you. No, stop it. Uh, His name was Thomas H. Lee. They found him yesterday morning with self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head in his Ugh. in his bathroom. He was described as the envy of Wall Street. This is like the most shocking suicide. 78 years old. Wow. He's valued at over $2 billion. Um, you know that line? Shit, this is my notes now and I can't find it. There was a line about um, in Wall Street, in the movie Wall Street, something about Anacott Steel, like the, the shit. I don't know. Um, I never saw Wall Street. You never did? No. Anyway, this guy was like, they based some of Wall Street around him. In fact, they call, there's some like code, like, oh, the blue, the blue angel loves Anacott Steel, whatever the fuck it was. Oh, blue horseshoe uh-huh. loves Anacott Steel. That was and like, is that him? Yeah, it was based on him, or this okay. guy. And he's been just like doing it for years. And he's got over $2 billion, huge philanthropist, supported so many things, had a, had what is described as one of the most beautiful houses in East Hampton. Um, wife, Family? yeah, yeah wife, beautiful, gorgeous wife, Anne Tannenbaum. Uh, five children. Like nobody can figure out what the hell went wrong. And yeah. I, you know, I look, I always look at stuff like this, and I, it always kind of. I even since I turned 42, it has a bigger effect on me because you look at that and you go, this fucking guy had everything, money, family. He's, he's, you know, a giving person. He's like philanthropist. He's like, I could, the only negative thing I could find was 
when they came out to the visit in the Hamptons, the Clinton stayed with him. So that'd be something I could be embarrassed about. I'd be a little ashamed. That would have, you know, 27 flights on Epstein's Island. You go, oh, shit, maybe I should have been housing this guy. But I mean, all joking aside, I, I mean, you it never seems- know what's going, what people, what struggle someone's going through. They could be like Robin Williams. I know. Funny, happy, go lucky. You would never think. And then something like that happens. You don't know, you know, what people are struggling with. So it's, it, I feel like a lot of things, when I feel like when, when has there ever been a suicide where anybody was like, well, that was, you know, that, that was bound to happen. You Epstein, know? Prince Andrew. I mean, like, you know, from an average person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's I, always, it's always, wow. I didn't, you know, why would they do that? I didn't see that coming. You know, not always, but like, you know, there are people that are, that are messed up in ways like on drugs and stuff like that. But just a, when you're talking about like just a average person who has an average, you know, regular job, whatever, and, the, and they're just going about their day. You never, th- you know, you never think some people are going through some shit in their heads. They don't you would never know. You know what bothers me more than anything? DJ Shenanigan pointed out is the 78 part like at 78. With all this guy's accomplished, don't you think that there's some point where you just find absolute... Look, there's things that torment me, right? I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. The business, yeah. uh, the kids, uh, you know, you know, all that stuff. This guy, you look at this guy, 78 years old, he's accomplished, he's giving, he's all these things. Is there not a piece in that? I don't... Hey, the, I don't men, get it. You know, mental struggles can hit anybody at any time. You yeah. know, whatever whatever age you are, it's not you know. Some people struggle with handling it, and that's it's terrible. And it was just, this was definitely like case closed. It's a suicide. Well, I mean, nobody is saying anything about any foul play. I found it a little weird because they they went in and tried to get him when he wasn't really answering anybody, and his right. assistant found him. I'm skeptical right away of those kinds of things, especially when it's like, oh, so-and-so hasn't answered anything in a couple of days. And then, and they tried to revive him, which again, yeah, it's like, did he, did nobody hear a gunshot? Did he just do it? Was it, he's sitting there for a while. If he's sitting there for a while, why are they trying to revive him? I don't really know. And there's not a ton of information out there, but like I said, I, the weird part about this is he looks like everybody else. But I swear to God, I was at a fucking party with this guy. Like I, I was at something, and this fucking guy was there. He looks familiar to you? He looks so familiar to me. Like I have, like, I like, I feel well, like there was could this... be. You were all, you were, you live relatively close to each other. You yeah, could have been at some kind of event. I'm on the other side of the tracks, Frank. You see, but I, you know, I hear I what you're what saying. saying. Yeah, I'm closer and... to him than I am to people in Texas. Is that what you mean? What did he? All right. Well, did he have some kind of illness that he didn't want to go? You through? know, maybe he did. Like that's this the only like like the Robin Williams thing. That's the only thing you can think of to be like, well, all right, then maybe you know. Who knows? Who again? It could be a mental thing. You, know, you never know what people go through. <laughs> uh. All right, I knew that. Oh, Wait, who are you talking? What are you, what are you on dial up? I was just gonna make that sandwich. <laughs> All right, Jay Sabs is in Minnesota, and apparently all they have is uh, AOL.com. Are you on an AOL dial-up server? <laughs> what's 
What's up, Dollar? Did every did everybody have to hang up the landline phone for you to be on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. The moose had to cut go back and forth with the with the wires you know waiting for Most. him to go back on the other side of the tracks good. Hey, the internet hey. lines are, uh, are fucking frozen go ahead wait how's minnesota billionaire killed himself don't worry about it we wasn't huh? gonna leave you the money anyway okay well you know what i'll, ch- I'll go back and watch the show like i always do every monday why do you sound like uh, you're not coming through your your little earbuds there Well, that's not a good face to get frozen in on. <laughs> that's let me. I'm gonna save JSABs here. Um, yeah, that uh, what is she doing? Oh, yeah, she's at a conference for her. She's at a conference, she's, she's saving the world. Fix Save your world, fix your headphones there, JSABs. I'll bring you back in in a second. Um, I'm excited to see JSABs check in from Minnesota. I'm wondering if JSABs will be, be a friendlier version of JSABs. By the way, I think she already made friends with an old person. That's probably true. Yeah. Did you bring in a better? snowball from outside? No, it's... but you know what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> this is that what is happens funny. when you don't pay for the dial-up. You know, you got to pay the extra 10 bucks. Are hotels still still charging you money for the extra internet? The Wi-Fi and whatever, yeah. Yeah, but uh, some I I assume some of them have, you know, as a selling point, have like free Wi-Fi or whatever. But I'm sure there are some out there that charge you. They should really. They shouldn't. I mean, you're spending fucking two hundred and twenty dollars to sleep somewhere for the night. You should. They could kick in the fucking internet. They don't have to hitch up for yeah. another nine ninety nine. Yeah. You touch anything in the mini bar, it's another forty dollars. Mm, it's very very $40. true. Third time's a charm. Let's try it again. It's probably not going to work. Go ahead. How far are you from the, gr- okay. the biggest ball of twine? Oh, Frank, I didn't look at that. I did go to the Mall of America today. All right. And I liked it. Did you retrace okay. the Mighty Duck steps? Keep... No. Before okay. we get anywhere, I have a question to ask you. You, Frank. Did you hire a liberal to come and sit right next to my seat and make sure that she sat down right next to me? Wait, what happened? I'm sorry. Say say it again. Did you hire a liberal to sit next to her on the plane? I did. How 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 was she? Okay. So of course, so I meet this little old lady, cutest little thing firecracker i liked her she fell asleep a few times <laughs> not while i was talking to her she just fell asleep she's like i'm gonna go to sleep and oh, okay fine she talked in her sleep every time she fell asleep <laughs> adorable <laughs> so what did you say? i don't even no oh. uh. dj shenanigan 2g jsebs <laughs> it's true 2g sebs What's in Minnesota? Jay Sabs does work for the Star Legacy Foundation, which raises awareness and funds for. I always forget how they say it. Stillbirth, uh, stillborn, stillborn birth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay Sabs lost her first baby, Diana Hope. For those of you who don't know, 
um and she's been five years ago and she's just before my daughter was born and she's been raising uh, money and being a part of the organization for years i personally think frank doesn't but i personally think she's laundering money out of there stealing it somehow but i'm not gonna i why i i, I think that too yeah i'm not gonna give her so so jsab's okay. in bed this can i tell you only, something this is way this is better. an only fans this is yeah is it better it's a fucking way better. Yeah. Go ahead. Maybe go horizontal though. Go go landscape. Yeah, turn your phone. I just think maybe <laughs> the maybe the router is by the bed area somewhere because it's way oh, better. Wait, hold on. I, now I locked my phone. Okay. Uh, I can hear you better. You, I could see you clearer. Go ahead. So is this the view your husband has? This is No, I'm not Okay. I'm not what do you think we video message each other? What are we teens? I'm just saying when he gets on top of you, but go ahead, go ahead, keep going. <laughs> so, so okay. So she falls asleep a few times. She talks in her sleep. Cutest thing. We talk about really why I'm here. Blah blah blah. Go back and forth. Blah blah blah. Okay, fine. She goes, "Are you into politics?" Oh boy. That's a hell of a question to ask somebody on an airplane. That is not the question. <laughs> when you're trapped next to the person, immediately I you go, have nowhere to go. Immediately, I'm like, Frank definitely hired this woman. There's no <laughs> love this lady. This lady's fantastic. There's no doubt in my mind, right? And she's like, um, she said something. She goes, Are your friends MAGA? <laughs> Man, she called you right out. <laughs> So I said, were you wearing a MAGA hat? No, I said to her, oh, I said to her, I'm not really into politics. Like, you know, I, I grew up, I never really, my parents were into it. So I really, I, I said only like the last couple of years, I said, I'm still not into it, but, but our, my, I have friends who go back and forth. She, and that's when she said, are your friends MAGA? And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, well, what is the rest aren't? And she goes, oh, so those are the smart ones. <laughs> Boom. And she goes, as you can tell. What's this I lady's like, Twitter handle? I couldn't I want tell. Oh, okay. Then, oh, my God. I don't even know if I should say this on here. She's like, you know, I wanted to. I wanted oh to kill him. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, I wanted to actually go and shoot him. And I was oh like. Oh, boy. All right. That's extreme. And she's like, I told my friends, I kind of made a little plan. And I was like, oh, um, my God. That's not good. And All then, right, I don't want to follow this lady anymore on Twitter. And then, and then I was hysterical, right? Because I was like, oh, my God. Am I on a fucking candid camera show? Frank definitely hired this woman. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. No, I I didn't hire her. She's, she's batshit. So, hysterical. So I could see she was struggling with one of her bags. So I said to her, how about I, how about I hold the bag for you? So, you know, we get out. She's like, okay. So we're walking through and she's struggling. She's 78 years old. I'm like, lady, I'm like, let me just hold your bag. She stops in the middle, like walking out of the plane. She's like, I can get it now. I was like, no, you can't. I was like, we're, we're going. I was like, and she's like, you, it's okay here. We get out of the plane out of the tunnel. She's like, it's okay. I go, no. I go, we're going to baggage and I'm following you. I said, I'm not going to steal your bag. <laughs> she you like, pat her down? <laughs> and she's like, okay. 
so I let me tell you something. I'm a nice fucking person, okay? Okay, go ahead. I got her subjective. She also checked she checked baggage. I didn't. She checked this big suitcase and I said to her, Let me get it for you. Wow, you are nice. I would not stick around for that. I got the suitcase for her. I walked her outside with all the her three bags and her you know, her sister in law picked her up. And I sent her on her way. Now, I mean, come on. Uh, That's a nice thing for me to do, right? Now, when you did that, when her sister came, did you say, maybe next time be nicer to the MAGA people, you piece of shit? Because one just (laughs) helped you? Boom. As she drove off, I screamed, make America great again. (laughs) Did you really? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, that's believable. Um, Can I tell you, I'm actually a little mad at you. The beauty of not checking a bag is so you can just get the hell out of there and you stuck around that's how nice i am that is very nice thank you i don't like to give you kudos did you steal someone's limo brian did you use her as a cover to steal salad is that what it was (laughs) okay but i purposely did not check luggage because i did not want to wait around really for minnesota is not going to be the problem it's going to be jfk but I didn't want to. So I paid extra money for a seat. Well, I didn't pay. They're going to pay it. And I'm like, I'm paying extras because if you go into a JetBlue flight and you, if you don't have the correct tier, um, whatever that you paid for, you cannot bring on a, a carry on bag. You have oh, to really? check. Yep. You have Not to pay even a small, like a backpack. That's it. But you cannot have a carry on. Okay. You so, flew JetBlue? I'll tell you what, I'd really love to see some of this money go to stillborn research, not necessarily your fucking lap of luxury. It's not not really lap of luxury. So, get on the plane. It's JetBlue. It's not like they put you on fucking Spirit or Uh, Frontier like I fly. Oh, no. no. They put us on the oldest JetBlue plane. Okay? Now, the lady, the the, um, flight attendant told me, she's like, Oh yeah, this is the oldest plane we have. I hate this plane. There's so much turbulence on it. I was like, Oh god, that's not okay. That's something you don't want to hear. But first time flying by my solo, right? Let me just tell you something. I thought I was going to die. I'm not even kidding you. It was very windy today in New York. Yeah, it was. We get up. We start to go up. The plane dips, and it dips, and it dips again. I sweat. I'm not. I'm gonna be gross. I sweated through my clothes. That's how much I was sweating. <laughs> and my my new grandma next to me was like, "I'm here for you, honey." <laughs> I might be the last person you see. Another Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Were you so she... yelling "Land on the Hudson"? It's right there. <laughs> Sully did it. Why can't you? <laughs> it's a it's natural runway right there. So. Honestly, I'd say the first 15 minutes, I've never experienced turbulence like that ever in my life. And I was like, you got to be, of course, I'm by myself. Like, you know, like, uh, I don't even have my roommate's um, palms to dig into my claws. Like, you know. Did you dig into this old lady? She told me I could hold her hand if I want. And I said, you don't want my sweaty palm all over you. And uh, that was a little scary. It was a little scary. But you know what? I don't care that she's a um bleeding heart liberal she was very nice to me 
Okay. See, even liberals can be nice. See, right. they're not all out to take even everything. Ma- even MAGA people like myself can be nice. And I was, wait, and then when like, oh, by the way, we became Facebook friends. <laughs> oh my God, what? <laughs> of course you did. Wait, but you want to hear something funny? I did not think about vacation friends until I was in the Uber on the way to the hotel. And I started hysterical laughing because I was like, oh my God, they're going to fucking make fun of me because we became friends on Facebook. <laughs> Why did you, you have to tell you, us? <laughs> yeah, when did you exchange Facebook profiles so, with her? I was trying to find her luggage for her, and she's like, I was like, tell me your last name. And she's like, This is my last name. I said, Okay. I go, it's a little that's it. Now we have to become Facebook friends. <laughs> you suggested. Very good. I, and she goes, of course you did. She goes, Oh yes, I have Facebook. And I was like, Okay, good. I was like, um, expect a request. And then I sent it to her, and she was like, she was when she left she's like i love you thank you so much i felt bad for her she's 78 years old like bitch why are you traveling like this with three bags come on by yourself now frank said suggested that seems like a forced situation to me you know what i was gonna what do you mean <laughs> like you were like oh you suggested being faced with friends it sounds like she entra- it sounds more like entrapment than than let's let's be facebook friends it's kind of like we're going to be Facebook friends, no matter if you like oh, it or not. J-Sab's entrapped entra- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, she lives only three towns over from me. Oh, my God. Yep. Jeez, you're going to meet up yep. for nachos. I don't have any more grandparents left. Guess what? Guess what, new- Mary J? Oh, you're boy. my new grandma. You're the new Nona. You're my new grandma. You know what I wanted to yell in the car? But I was like, this is too much. <laughs> when she got in the car, I wanted to say, make sure you spell my name right on the way. <laughs> that's that, see that's where it is now i feel those lu- that luggage was a little heavy and jingling <laughs> all right, all right. Oh. money shaped bulges in the in the in the carry-on <laughs> right. i just got a flash in my head of janine crying on the five o'clock news being like i don't know how her medication got mixed up but she was the greatest thing <laughs> like, oh shit is your facebook page all crazy and no be honest frank if this facebook old lady if this old lady turns up dead and or G-Sub's roommate, would you challenge it? Like if the police, when the police come to you and they go, do you notice anything suspicious? Are you going to say yes? Right to this tape. I'm not. <laughs> Pointing right to this episode. I'm fucking terrified. I'm be like, nothing suspicious here. I don't know. Wait, she. Like, just okay, watch this episode. Something. That's all you need. She was, she mentioned, wait, this is what I, I forgot. Before I forget, she mentioned Epstein. She That's did. how. Yeah, she was very seventy-eight and fucking quick as a whistle. I don't know, is that a fucking term? Because I was talking about like places we went, and I said I went. I used to go to this place in the Bahamas. Uh, my old, he wasn't my boss, but he was on the board of directors. He had an island, and she go. Uh, he had a house on this like small island, and she goes. His last name was an Epstein, right? By any chance? Nice, <laughs> nice. And I was like, oh, I like you. I like you. And I said, well, if that was the case, I wouldn't be flying JetBlue. Ah, that's true. All right, good question from Glenn. Uh, Was this old lady's last name Pelosi by any chance? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) She she was really... I guess, guess what's going to happen? She's going to end up at 4th of July. I feel it. I feel it so hard. She's going to be at 4th of July. I hate to tell you. Oh, boy. Oh, God. But you know I'm what? Frank's like gonna, Frank 
Frank and her are going to be, become best friends. <laughs> no, no, she they, sounds uh, act, a little like too extreme. If you know. Oh, hi, nice to meet you. I've never met you before. Frank's going to walk up to her and go, that one and that <laughs> one over there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, this is what lady sounds a little too uh, over the line for me. Can oh, I tell you what you, happened to me? Did you report it to the FBI? Ginny, let me tell you what happened to me last time I was on a plane. I was sitting next to this guy, and we had a little conversation. And then as we landed, we actually spoke. Like, you know how you have that 20 minutes between the time the plane lands oh, and you yeah. get off the plane? Yeah. We spoke that entire time. Oh. And I was, I was kind of like, oh, you know, I was in my mind. I was like, thank goodness we didn't talk the whole plane because we could have talked the whole plane ride. But I was like, oh, it's nice to meet you. He's like, yeah. He's like, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I was like, oh, I know. So we're coming <laughs> back. We're coming back like on our return flight, and I get on the plane, and there he is sitting there. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> now you got to talk to him the whole time. Oh. Were you sitting next to each other? We were. I was right behind him. Yeah, I was like, I had a quarter right behind him. But I was like, is he going to turn around? He's like, he looked at me, and I looked at him, and he went, hey. And I was like, hey. And that was it. I was like, that <laughs> you were like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. You didn't, get, you didn't exchange all information and become lifelong friends? No. Because like, there's something like about someone I know. I love talking to and being nice to people that I will never see again. I just don't want to be caught. Right. What Janine does is my nightmare <laughs> is being caught in a long-term like situation. You know, I fucking hate it. It's, I was it in this forced. I was in the city today. I'm walking. This lady is walking this way. This biker goes to go around the lady. I'm like, we're all three of us are going down if I don't stop. Right. So I stop. The guy goes, thank you. And I go, no problem, buddy. Like, who's that ever that nice in New York City? Like, we had such a wonderful exchange, but I felt comfortable. If we were going in the same direction or if I had to talk to him again, I'd be like, watch your fucking, you know, watch where you're going next time. It would just annoy the shit out of me. But because we were in and out of each other's lives, I felt fine being friendly to him. It Because you had to interact with him for half a second. <laughs> that, that's your maximum. I could handle that. Anything longer than that. I'm well, dick. here's the thing. The flight was supposed to be three hours and 20 minutes, but it ended up being four hours. Oh, that's brutal. And you know me, I can't sit still. I can barely sit still for the 45 minutes that I do on here. That's not so, a terrible delay. It's a delay, but it's not. It were you on the ground minutes, delay or was it, was it slow in the air? Slow in the air. Uh -huh. And it's funny because I said, I feel like it's slow. But I'm not going to say that because, you know, who the fuck am I? Am I a pilot? And then I asked the the flight attendant, I was like, how much longer? And she's like, um, like another 45 minutes. And I was like, what? And she's like, something with the winds um, going against some kind of winds. I don't know. And I was yeah, like, when, when well, headwinds. It was just, yeah, headwinds. I was like, oh, my God. I can't sit here. I peed four times. On the flight? Yep. That is a lot. It is a lot because I had a lot of coffee. Got that's, it. That's too much. No alcohol at the airport? No, you know what? Oh, then this. My Uber driver. I get in the car and I'm like, okay, whatever. About 20 minutes in, I start feeling like I'm going to throw up. Not because of the way he drove, but because he had the heat on the car. And I don't do heat in the car at all. <clears throat> I never do. Not even in snowy Minnesota? Freezing Minnesota? Yeah, what's the temperature there? No, it okay. was... It was New York. It was from uh, my house to oh. 
and I was like, it's way you too You took popular. an Uber from your house to JFK? Yep. They're paying for it. Come on. <laughs> you think I'm stupid? Oh, okay. Jeez. Jesus. Just bring right. the limo or what? So, <laughs> no. Was it an Uber X, you piece of shit? No. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was the cheapest one. I'm not going to go, like, who do you think I am? This poor, beautiful charity just getting swindled no. every... So, so I was like, I, and I hate to ask people to turn off the heat, because, but I said to him, can you please turn off, can you please turn down the heat? He does. It's still not, it's still, I still, honestly, I thought I was going to throw you up. couldn't crack the window? I, I cracked the, the window. But the thing is, it was so windy, I could tell he started getting cold, because I saw goosebumps on his neck. <laughs> Because yeah, that's what happens when you're in the back. You open a back window. The wind just comes in, circulates, swings right around the back seat, and flies right up to the passenger seat. So, were you on the opposite side? Were you on the passenger back seat? I was sitting next, behind, right behind him. Oh, what are you a psycho killer? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Why wouldn't I? You sit in the passenger back seat. Are you insane? No, Make him that, more comfortable. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because you're there's right behind him. There's more of a chance to look in the mirror and you oh you keep looking at him sideways uh-uh Mm-mm, not doing that what no that's you insane no so anyway frank stop it am i wrong here where do you sit when you get in a car by yourself you I sit right behind the driver opposite you know passenger side no opposite opposite corner Th- that would yeah. be the passenger. do you know what the driver and passenger side is <laughs> I couldn't hear you. Black, you were blanking out. Uh, you were glitching out. I didn't hear what you said. So I'm just saying over the pass behind the passenger seat. Right. Yeah, that's what you said. You're you, you Janine, are a psychopath. Go ahead. Well, I... yeah. Why don't you give him a so- shoulder massage while you're behind him? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so anyway, I see him getting cold, and I feel bad. I literally, I was, I was gonna throw up. Get to JFK. I took off my jacket. And stood outside for a good three minutes because if I don't, this is, I have a problem. I do. I, I know. I said, if I get R, I mean, if I get in the whole, it, in the airport and it's hot, I'm going to, I'm just going to pass out and throw up and this is not going to be a good deal. So anyway, mm. waited. Okay. Calm down. I didn't even get a drink, honestly. Cause I was like, I couldn't, I didn't feel right. And then finally I started feeling better. But when I get like that, mm-mm. no. Well, Sharon has a good uh, makes a good point for women behind the driver is safer so they can't reach over and grab you, me because you're behind them yeah it's oh, safer I guess for so. the it's safer for the person in the back seat I get you I never really thought of that I just I, I, I would just feel bad that this guy would think I'm gonna fucking right to the back of the head without him seeing it yeah oh my god strangle the guy I just while he's driving. So already, so many stories in it. Like, and then I, I said, you know what? I'm gonna go to Mall of America is like seven minutes away from the airport. I'm just gonna go there. Why not? So I go. Yeah. I spend like an hour and a half there walking around. Whatever. They get another Uber to my hotel. Wait, that's it. That's yeah, the Mall of America. You, did you go on the roller coaster? Did you get an Annie Ann's pretzel? Give me more. Um. No, I didn't get an Annie Ann's pretzel. Why is that? Is that where they're from? No, they're from Pennsylvania. No, Annie Ann's pretzels are like in every mall, but it's just a mall right. thing. Yeah. It is. Um, actually, I got Shake Shack. 
Nice. Did oh, you go on the? You didn't do the roller coaster? What the because fuck is Shake Shack? I didn't eat anything all day, so I was like, I'm just gonna whatever. I'll just get this. But to tell you the truth, they didn't have great options there. Go to the fucking. Oh. The, uh, this drives me insane. You travel halfway across the country to go to a place that you have five minutes from your house. Well, this is what they had. Burger King. um, Chick-fil-A. They did have a rotating sushi bar, but I was like, I want that over here. Not too much water close to Minnesota. No. And then they do have a lot of lakes, though. Uh, Now we're fucking tuna in them. Right. So I was like, I don't know. Um, and they also had this like fast Italian street thing, but it didn't look great. So I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. No Italians in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm. so I, I just ate at this restaurant right over here. Of course I made friends with a couple at the bar. I mean, what else is new? What then time I'm, are they coming to the room? I'm actually meeting them in a half an hour. <laughs> nice. <laughs> is your room the one with the pineapple outside? No, um. No, don't lie to me. Are you really meeting them in a half hour? No. What are you fucking insane? Why? Well, no, oh, we're the, insane. The way you said it didn't sound like they were coming to your room. It made it sound like you were gonna go like get a drink with them or something. No. Um. Actually, the guys from Hempstead, Long Island. They're they're older. They're older so, couple. Yeah, you say that like that's the, not the more woman? likely that you're gonna sleep with them because right. they're older. So anyway, so are you Facebook friends with them? No, mm. I'm actually not. Can you believe it? I don't TikTok. believe you. I'm like, Janine, don't come on too strong right now. Yeah, you got to close that deal. So they were t- I said, what is Minnesota known for? So they started talking. I said, what about food? But they said they didn't really have anything that they're known for. Just a fish cold walleye. Pike. Walleye pike. But that's it. So I was like, okay. Yeah, they're right, right on one of the Great Lakes. It should be some kind of fish. That's true. I never thought there's no Minnesota cuisine, is there? No, not. I would imagine they have probably good beef up there. Yeah. No, I'm sure they have a lot of farms. I don't know, but <laughs> they, um, they said, I said, um, they said now you could tell your friends you met some really nice Minnesotians, and I said to the guy, "Well, you're from Long Island, so you canceled yourself out, so you sort of left me." Um. Okay, I just Googled Minnesota food that they're known for. And they have something called wild rice, which is not actually rice at all, but grass seed. Uh, it's a Minnesota state grain. It's their state grain. Uh, it's, they, they cook with it a lot, and it's made in soups and stuff. So while you're out there, try the wild rice. Sounds gross. Um, it does sound gross. A little wale for the table. <laughs> be nice. That actually makes sense. The table for them? I think I've heard that wale or I don't know how you say it, but I've I've seen that. Walleye. Before. Walleye is that it? Yeah, it's just like it. <laughs> it's spelled walleye. Sounds better than fucking grass seed or whatever the hell you were just talking about. That sounds disgusting. Oh, all I did was Google food that Minnesota is known for, and that's the first thing that came up. Just the hockey came up. What food is Minnesota known for? Hockey. 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 Did. It, okay. Here you go. Here you go. It says 14 best Minnesota foods you need to try. Go ahead. Uh, you got Swedish meatballs is number one for some reason. Mm. Wild rice is number two. Uh, Polish sausage. I'll give you some Polish. And, 
something called Juicy Juicy Lucy. <laughs> I think I just I met her. I dare you. I dare you to go to a restaurant and ask, ask for that. I dated her in high school. I'll definitely ask for that tomorrow. She sucked. Uh, this I could see. Okay, this makes sense. Cheese curds. Yeah, that's a- yeah, yeah, so close to Canada. I mean, they're basically our, our Canada. Uh, then there's pho, or po, however you pronounce that, P-H-O. Pho. Pho, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Then there's the, fu- I have to click the thing for the full list. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. Sweet corn. Okay. Apparently is a big deal there. Walleye is number seven. Sweet corn is number eight. Uh, blueberry pie is big there. Honey crisp apples are big. Blueberry pie is big everywhere. I mean, that seems a little wild rice soup, cream of mushroom soup, porchetta sandwich. That's a big thing there. Oh, what? And number fourteen is porchetta sandwich. It's the pork. Uh, and then the last thing is tater tot hot dish. What's that? It looks like uh, it from the picture. It looks like um, shepherd's pie, but instead of mashed potatoes, it's just tater tots on top of it. Yeah, that sounds like some Midwest shit. Like, let's just put like beans on top of Fritos and milk right. cheese, and yeah, that seems like the kind of that's thing what it, that's what it looks like. But those mm-hmm. are the top fourteen. So, have fun. All right. That wild rice and the and the um, the walleye well, seems to be a big deal. I have to say, so tomorrow is the conference, right? It's all all day, and then tomorrow night we're going to a dinner theater. Yeah. Dinner theater. I- Cannot wait to see how this is going to be here. It's medieval times, you know that, right? It's, no, it's not. It's, oh, that'd be awesome. It's, especially with the kind of food that I don't know, the kind of food they serve. But luckily, there is a Chipotle right over here, and something called Burger Burger. It's right in this parking lot over here. Okay, see, try Burger Burger. Don't go to Chipotle. Okay. I don't know. Would not go to Chipotle. Yeah. No, 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 no. Burger Burger. See, if you can't get it here. Yeah, exactly. A restaurant that doesn't—it's not over here. Then give it a shot. What the hell? There is a place called Caribou Coffee. It's like okay. their Starbucks, but it's from Minnesota. Yes, I've heard of Caribou. So there is one right here. I'm going to try that tomorrow. I like a full review. Can you? All right. Can we get a full video review of the coffee or some photos? Give me some. Let's get some stuff for the member area. Can you send yeah, some stuff some, over? Some dishes that you're trying, stuff like that. Oh, I took a picture of the. I have something really good tonight. All right, we'll put it in the members area. Yeah, don't say anymore. It's what really was good. That, what was that? Uh, that thing we tried? Those pretzels? Was that from Minnesota? Remember those pretzels yeah. you shipped out to us? The pretzels that were making us thirsty? Maybe. Um, I, I have a confession to make about those pretzels. I those three bags that you sent to us. One was yeah. dots, honey... dots. Dots. Was that it Minnesota? Been. I'll look I it up. Have, I have a confession to make. Go ahead. It was terrible. You hated them. I've bought probably a bag every two weeks since I tried them. Oh my wow. god, are you for real? I love them. That is my. They snack. were really good. I did like them too. Terrible. I between the original and the southwestern one. Southwest. What was the third one? Honey mustard. I like the southwestern one. It was really good. That was my favorite. So I, <laughs> I do buy them all the time. And it's like, you're obsessed with them. And I'm like, but there's, you cannot stop eating them. And they're so salty. I know. They're very good. I I like them. Dots is from the North Dakota. So close enough. All right. It's all the same. Aaron says, juicy, juicy, Lucy dinner theater. Oh, 
Uh, that could be good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I have to get going because I have a, a big day tomorrow. Just you're, kidding. You're gonna go. You're going to meet those people. I'm gonna text with my friend. And, and by the way, her name was Mary Jane, which is fucking fitting. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How many people are you with? How many people are? I only, the conference. I only saw two so far. We we don't. Today was like a day, like you know, just do whatever you want, and then tomorrow. Yeah. Is it all happening in your in that hotel that you're in? No, we're actually going to the main office. Oh. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. How far is that from where you are? About ten minutes. That's all right. So it's not like a conference where like everybody's gonna there's gonna be like four hundred people in the the main room. It's not like that. No. Got it. Are you are you buried in snow out there or is it not bad? It really isn't bad. Is there some snow on the ground? Hold on. Oh my god, my back. Is that TV from two thousand and two? Because it looks like it. <laughs> That's pretty art thick. on the wall. There's no art on that wall. Just a big <laughs> blank wall. Can you see? Right. Holy shit! That's a lot of snow. No, it's not that much. And actually, it's snowing right now. Can you see? Yes. yes. That's lovely. I miss That's... that. I wish we had some of that. Here. Me too. Not a lot, but some. Of and it. you can see it says "My Burger" across the street. So that's how close I am. That I can't see. Oh, all right. Well, it's not that much snow anyway. But you don't have a car. You don't have a car there. No. See, that's Uber terrifying. Everywhere. That's terrifying to me. Why? Why? What do you have? Like, what's in your room right now? Do you have coffee? Do you have waters? Like, do you have some I snacks? Have I have a Keurig. I just had to go downstairs for a water. Oh no. Which to me, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like. I I need to get some stuff in the room. I need to have waters yeah. and iced teas and you know. Right. See, when I, when I travel, Erin packs me snapples and stuff. Well, I'm sure she does. She just should just pack you pure sugar. Yeah, that's why Frank travels with 16 carry-ons to Carol's fucking snapple. It's just you open the bag, it's just a row of snapples. <laughs> is there like a because I see here's the thing I, I this is a weird if I don't like I need to be able to get food nearby like if there's well this I, place there is that's why I was like okay because there is the coffee place there's this restaurant there's like two and uh, three other food places here too like not I wouldn't say fast food but there's a Chipotle a burger place and two sandwich places are you tired because like my worst nightmare is having no food being wide awake in a hotel room somewhere i i don't know (laughs) is that your i am tired your worst nightmare that's my worst nightmare it being like one o'clock in the morning i'm not asleep yet and i'm just like i i don't watching some you watching like tnt because there's fucking nothing else well, I'm definitely going to be watching. I'm definitely going to be watching King of Queens. So wait, wait, are you like your brother? Did you immediately order the 24-hour porn package and blast it at the top? Volume no, he did the... not do that. Oh, he did. no, he would never do that. <sighs> no, but these places that are around, I can't imagine they're open very. Are they open no. late or no? Everything's they... closing up by now. The restaurants open later, but the other places were open till eight and nine o'clock. All right. So, and so you're just you're going to dinner theater tomorrow. Yeah. And then when do you fly back? Sunday or Monday? Sunday. No, no Sunday. Oh, so you only have one night. Yeah. Hmm. Unless there's a snowstorm. Darn. Sorry, mom. 
Yeah, that's it. Take it. Why not take a day? Spend a spend a day sightseeing or whatever the hell's around. In Minnesota. To tell you the truth, I rather I rather sightsee. Are you in in or around Minneapolis? Yes. You're in I'm Minneapolis. Like just south of it, I think. Oh, okay. And you didn't sightsee like the most. The sightseeing you did was the <laughs> Mall of America. Yeah, there's really. I don't know if there's much though. Google it. What are the sites in Min- in Minnesota? Pull a twine. What time, nice on, uh, what time is your flight on Sunday? 9 a.m. Oh, shit. I know. That sucks. Minnesota Wild game at 1 o'clock, I was going to say. Ooh, really? Yeah, go to the game. Ooh. That'd be exciting. Yeah, but that means you'd have to stay another day, probably, or leave that night. Yeah, leave that night. No, there's no flights after that. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, if I uh, if I don't make it, then I really don't make it. All right. All right. Well, let us know how <sighs> everything goes. Yes, I want I want pictures and I want videos. I'd love a video review of the coffee. I think that'd be exciting for people. And whatever, right. if you try something, Minnesota. One of the big things that Minnesota is known for the wild rice, the 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 tater tot thing, whatever you can find, Minnesota, yeah. e, then. Let us know what it, what it was like. All right. The walleye, if you can find the, someone, a place that serves walleye. All right, there you go. Sign up for the members area to see part of uh, JSAB's journey. And if you have one of those hotel room key parties, send some pictures. I know there's some members that will love that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's some. Only some. Peace. Right. Peace. There goes JSAB's, everybody. Almost. When we need her to leave, she does. She fucking sticks her I know, around. So I was trying to do some. Bye. All right. <laughs> and it's earlier for her there. She's an hour behind us. It's only oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna lie, that would drive me crazy just to be in that room with nothing to do. Oh, it's a whole, you go out. See, I would like a room. Well, that's that's the other thing. It, like if the place has a pool or something, indoor pool. Yeah, but they, you need, they never open that late. You need something to do though. I feel like go down and get drunk at the bar. <clears throat> I don't know. Right. To be in a weird place by yourself was just nothing. Again, like yeah, I'd be just that. terrified. I'd be up and just like, fuck. That's why you you sign into the Wi-Fi. You throw on Netflix. You bring a, a computer. You watch uh, some movies or TV shows or something. Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> you got to bring that stuff with you. I was at a hotel. We went upstate once, and they're like, oh, you got Netflix on the thing. And I'm like, how does that work? So I go into Netflix, and they're like, you want to sign in? And I'm like... Am I gonna sign in on my Netflix? Now I gotta remember to sign out. Like, that's the thing. You gotta sign out. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yep. What's loot fisk? Aaron says loot fisk is the thing is a food in. Uh, oh, I thought that was a defenseman for the wild. That could be. Yeah. He's he's good this year. Killer slap shot. Really gonna help the power play. Right. Yeah, I don't know. They probably have all sorts of weird fucking. Uh, Pond like uh, lake fish over there. I'm sure it's fish. I can see fish being a big thing over there. They're right. They're right on the one of the Great Lakes. Wasn't uh, isn't that where um, Grumpy Old Men was in Minnesota, Wabasha County? Is that Minnesota? That I don't know. I think so. I do not know Wabasha. Um, I think that's really it. Alec Baldwin's screaming at a, a photographer on the street like a fucking crazy person. Did you see this? Classic Alec Baldwin. I mean, the guy's just fucking lost his mind. 
he entered a not guilty plea and he can't drink any alcohol or uh, own a gun, which I found to be funny. I'm going to play this on my phone, but here's him coming out of a hotel room. Hello, Mr. Baldwin. Bring my way. Sorry, sir. Out of my way. Sorry. Out of his way. No, it's the other car, Alec. So he screams at a photographer who's in his way, and it turns out he was going into the wrong car. Well, that's... Like an asshole. <laughs> Did you hear him? Out of my way. Out of my way. Like a fucking crazy person. What happened? Hello, Mr. Baldwin. Out of my way. Sorry, sir. Out of my way. Sorry. Out of his way. No, it's the other car, Alec. I don't know who this fucking guy is. What have happened it, to a the screen? The, the video I'm playing, oh, it says it's from the Daily Mail, and then it also is from Hilaria Baldwin Reddit. I don't fucking know. But well, he's he's always... I'll put the link in the thing. That way to, to paparazzi. I mean, he's getting batshit crazy. And you just think about how nuts she is, and I just feel like he's just cooped up with that fucking crazy woman, and is he's just nuts? getting crazier. Oh, she's fucking crazy. I don't know anything about her. She's fucking crazy. She's beyond crazy. I felt bad for them. You know, honestly, I felt bad for them for a while because around here, there's always a story of them getting harassed by the media. And usually out here in the Hamptons, they really, you don't find that a lot. They don't really come out here and take some of those candid shots. There's always kind of been this unwritten rule. They let them, they let them alone out here. Not to say that it doesn't happen, but it doesn't happen as often as it does in Manhattan. You know, but um, they were going to sell their place here to, they, and they bought a farm and I don't know where they're living now anyway, but I felt bad for her. But then if you go and you look at the videos, the amount of times that she's like made a public appearance to ask people to leave them alone, it's fucking yeah. ludicrous. Like, and it's just like, if you just went away, you wouldn't have any problems. But she specifically like goes into these media hordes and addresses them and basically says, I'm talking to you to tell you that I'm not talking to you. It's like, no, you're fucking talking to them. Just don't talk to them is not talking to them. Yeah. You know, she's batshit crazy. Okay. I mean, it, maybe it gets to the point where ignoring them doesn't work because they're just constantly there. So Let's not she for- felt she needed to make a statement. Don't forget, you talk about racial insensitivity. She went around speaking with a Spanish accent, telling everybody she was fucking Spanish. She's from fucking Boston. Well, that's, I mean, is she Spanish, though? No. She could no. be from Boston and still have, have an accent. No, but she had like a Spanish accent from Spain, acting like I like she came from Spain, and she's oh, fucking that... from Boston. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't get Again, whiter I don't than know that. About it. That's fucked up. <laughs> she's I don't know fucking about crazy. It. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the Alec Baldwin thing. I just like I love him. I'm a huge fan. I think he's just fucking crazy. Uh, Joe Exotic. They say he's got cancer, and he's not taking any treatment. Well, that's something. What kind of cancer? His doctor suspects he has bladder cancer and he's refusing treatment in prison. Yikes. Yeah, not a great situation there. Nope. What's kind of weird, though, is he so reminds me of the pandemic now, and I'm kind of like, I don't think he would come out and have a high quality of life regardless. So it's like, I totally understand this move he's making of being like, I'm just going to just leave me alone to die here. Yeah, write this out. Uh, that's really it. He, um, Yoko apparently moved out of the 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 um, Dakota. That made me a little sad. Really? I'm weird. Why? I don't know. She's like going to live in a farm upstate that she purchased with John. I just feel like 
the Dakota, John and her, it was always kind of like that New York City vibe. Imagine, imagine, imagine who owns it. Like who having that piece of history. Yeah, you know, it didn't, I don't know if they're actually selling it, The but she's just moved out of there. Oh, okay. Well, she's, okay, so if she still owns it and she's just living in a different place, that's, you yeah. know, she has her other property or whatever. That's not, that's nothing. Manhattan is the thing. I was there for the podcast conference tonight. It is a fucking, it's crazy. I thought like, because it's president's week, it would be like easy to get into the city. There wouldn't be too many people there. No, it, it's it's still a madhouse. It was it's a jumping. weekday. Yeah, yeah it of was... course. And where were you? You probably uh, in Midtown. Midtown. Yeah, Times it, Square. It's gonna be nuts. Times Square. Yeah. Um, I crazy no matter what. I did this podcast talk. It was good. I like doing stuff like that. You give back to the the young people. You know what I didn't know? So I get in the room. I did it with Seth Everett, who does like a comic book podcast and a sports podcast. And this girl, Lizzie who runs podcasts for Odyssey, which is one of the big like radio companies. And so there's, you know, crowd and everything. And uh, the moderator comes up and she's like, I'm moderating the thing. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, uh, so she starts the thing and she's introducing us. She's like, how many uh, college students are here? And a lot of people raise their hands, but like half the people don't raise their hands. I'm like, what is going on here? Hmm. She's like, how many high schoolers are here? And the rest of the people raise their hands. I was like, oh my God, you people are in high school? Wow. It was kind of crazy. And I said, I, I said, listen, I legally can't be in a room with high school people, so I have to go. Did you say that? Part of the restraining order. You're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little hard to get a laugh in that room. Like when I when I got there, I was like so excited to be there. And I was like, the moderator's like, you know, say a little something up front. And I'm like, I don't even know how long I got no information. I don't know how long this is. What, where are we talking about? And Seth is a funny guy. He's like, listen, I've been doing this for 30 years. He's like, let's keep these intros pretty short, okay? And he's like, no fucking running. And I'm like, all right, you know, that's fine with me. He's been doing a podcast for 30 years? And he's been in, like, radio for 30 oh, years. All right. I was going to say, that's yeah. impossible. He's like, let's keep this to just a podcast. I was like, okay. I was like, you don't, you don't have to worry about me. I'll, you know. I'm just asking, I don't know how much time we need to fill or what we need to do here. But it was funny because then, like, the moderator, like, she kept, like, trying to move along the conversation. And I'm like, you have three hosts right here. Like, you you can go kick back and have a coffee. Like, we, you know, I can move it around. We could all move it around the room and fucking take questions and shit like that, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, people had some interesting, some interesting questions. And it's funny to see, like, the youth of, you know, of America, like asking questions about podcasting. Anything particularly interesting? Yeah, I mean, they had their equipment and how you build an audience and, you know, all that kind of jazz, like all those questions. But I told him, I said, I said to him, I go, look, it's funny. The thing starts and I go, you, you people are the smartest people here. I'm like, you came to this. This is where it's at. And they're like, I'm like, has nobody ever said that to you before? Because <laughs> the room was like dead silent. <laughs> Well, and the guy in the front hey. was like, no, nobody's ever said that to me before. I'm like, all right, well, now you, now you heard it. Now you know. <laughs> all right, well, good for you. you. You gave back a little bit today. That was nice. nice some girl, you. as I'm walking in, some girl, I hear this girl go over to her friends, go, you want to go to the podcast thing? And she's like, yeah, that's dumb, right? And I was like, I, was, I almost <laughs> hey. said, you're dumb, you know? Yeah. I'm right here. 
And she never did. And I honestly felt like, fuck that girl. You know, she, yeah, go ahead. Stick with the radio side of things. That's, there's real big growth there. That's really where you want to fucking be in this business. Hey, you know? hey, hey, don't. I'm just saying, I know. Diminish my medium here. I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, uh, it was a good thing that you and Janine didn't go because there would, it would have been like a 16 people panel then. There would have been, you know, there would have been no fucking. Instead, it was a 14 people panel. Yeah, and then I, this lady came out to me. She was so nice. She was like, I, I, I'm I, part of the radio thing down in this college in North Carolina. She's like, will you will you come and do a talk like over Zoom with, with them? Oh, Zoom, okay. Yeah, yeah and I go, yeah. Better. She's like, how much do I have to pay you? I'm like, you don't have to pay me anything. <laughs> I go, what kind of food you got down there? How much you got? You could FedEx me up like one of those, uh, one of the dishes that are big in your area. I'll take that. I was like, but I don't Give me some walleye. Yeah, you got wild rice down there? What are you guys doing? Um, but so I'm gonna do that. I thought that'll be a fun thing. Maybe I'll uh maybe I'll film that and throw that in the members only tell, area. Just tell them to watch the show. They'll, they'll learn everything they need to know. It's kind of true. We could just have them on the show. It's uh, I don't think it's for everybody, but if people wanted to know a little bit more about our behind the scenes, I would answer those questions for like those kids down there. Because it's funny, they don't really know what to do. Like nobody really knows what to do. I mean, I feel like it's, it's there. Yeah. I could see how there are some people who are like, I don't know. Yeah. But if you don't have a focus, you know, you have to have some sort of purpose for what you're doing. Yeah. You have to be consistent and you have to know what you're talking about for the most part. And you have to be somewhat entertaining. So, I mean, if, if you just go on with no, you also have to spread the word in a good way. You can't just think people are going to find you. It's a hard question to ask. Like I had this young lady come up to me. She goes, I'm a young African-American woman. I love uh, movies. And uh, my podcast is about, you know, the perspective of a young African-American woman in, in film and who the other African-American women are in film and what they're doing. And, and I'm like, that's, that's wonderfully interesting. I'm like, how many other people? I go, if I had to guess, there's 14 other people doing what you're doing. How are you standing out? What are you saying different? Who's the biggest person in your space? How are you covering things that they're not? You know, got to have that unique perspective. And it's hard to tell people that because the sad fact is most of them don't have it. But there is always that hope that a bunch of them do. And you got to kind of give everybody that hope with the hope that a couple of them that really can take it and run with it will take it and run with it. Right. So well, here's to the future. Yeah, I don't have a lot Good of luck. hope for it, but it was nice to be in that room with those people today. It's always it does reinvigorate me a little bit to see people that are hungry to to do these things. Like you know, yeah, it's it's encouraging. It's a it's a it's a nice thing when you're you're when what you're doing. Fucking DJ Shenanigan is on fire. And did you tell him never to ship anything to the UK? <laughs> yeah, I, I failed to mention that, but I should have. That'll keep you. That'll keep you out of the black. Yeah. That's- <laughs> That'll put you right in the red if you do that. We, we lost three hundred dollars that month. That <laughs> was a bad month. <laughs> Don't yeah. Good, Our good financial advice. people were like, "What the fuck happened here?" I go, "The same thing." England, Couple I don't of know. gambling losses. The, you know, yeah. it wasn't as bad. The same know. thing put set us back. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, I just I couldn't imagine Janine though in that room, being like this cocksucker over here. You know, just, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! 
She would have been embarrassed by Janine. That's not nice. Oh, it would have been. We would have been in the HR department for. I'd be like, I didn't know conferences had an HR department. This is crazy. They do now. Yeah, I guess so. All right, that's well, it for become a member, people. Become a member. Good, Frankie. So you take it. You're good at this stuff. Become a member. It's easy. You got the join button down below. It's a beautiful thing. Show me potato salad. Do Click it. it. Join now. Do Maybe it. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. Have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs>